hey, yes, this is it, guys. It is Thursday, it is nine, so it's UK Cowboys time. How are we doing, guys? Uh, not oh, too bad, not too bad. Yeah, doing good, doing good. Almost the end of the yeah. yeah. More true, football tonight true. as well. Yeah. It is, it, it, it's an NFC East matchup, in fact. Uh, the big, the big game. <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys just before we start talking about the Dallas Cowboys, you guys see the uh, the Giants game? Yeah, the yeah. I don't know. I don't know what two players it was—a offensive lineman or a wide receiver blocking each other. That is just oh, <laughs> was that? Thought I was watching some some Simpsons or something. It's like, it's like, honestly, if you were to associate the New York Giants based on that game, you would put the Benny Hill music. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? So yeah. Well, they they did that last they did that last year in the um, Giants Redskins game. NFL UK posted one with there was the the catch, the fumble, and then it went it sort of trickled back about twenty yards or so, and everybody was diving on the ball trying to get it, and it was just rolling out out with their reach. <laughs> so, I think New York team will just curse that. There's that. There's the book from It's just like a comedy sketch in it it was yeah. it was indeed man uh, yes. yes but anyway guys it is season three episode four 134 uh i am mike that is jamie that is lorne and that is paul and we are on for the pre-game show for this weekend's game which is against the la make sure you say la not the other one la yeah. chargers uh, which is in SoFi Stadium, 9.25pm kickoff here in the UK, and it's on Sky as well, which is good news for people on Sky, bad news for people who register for Game Pass, but get both. That's all I can say to that. Um, before we go any further, before we start the news and updates, guys, um, let's just begin with saying, how do you feel about this game in comparison to last week's game? I was looking forward to this game. Yeah, until about nine o'clock last night. Yeah, I was. I think that was that's the main one. I think that's the main thing. Is like we were excited. Now we're like, <laughs> hmm. You know, you can still be excited. Like offensively, I have no doubt in my mind we can still expose Ellie without a shadow of a doubt. But defensively, I now have a concern, for, especially on the front four. Or front Listen, three. I, you know, this, I, I, this could be a tougher game than last week for me. This 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 football team drafted well over the last couple of years. They've recruited well. Uh, this, this could be worse than last week. Not to put down the short to start with. I mean, I know we're only two minutes in line, but. Mm, well, we, we'll dissect it and I'll try and find some positives for you because you know what I'm like. I'll dig into it and find all the good stuff, things to be happy about, and we'll just gloss over the crap bits. Um, <laughs> but let's just start off, guys, with this week's news and updates. And I'll press the right button when we're ready, guys. <laughs> Mm. 
See, we'll get there in the end. It's, it, it's kind of like a duck on the pond, but we're getting there. We're getting there. All right, so some news and updates. Obviously, we'll talk about this. We touched on it last uh, in the last show on the post-game show, but we'll talk about it tonight. The Lyle Collins five-game suspension. Terence Steele has been given the nod. Um, literally, Jerry Jones was talking on 105 The Fan and said yeah, he's he's got the job. Brian Broadus very openly said he doesn't like Nseki. I, When it comes to what who he's facing in terms of Joey Bosa, I would agree. Nseki's a good run blocker, not so much on the pass. Uh, in other news, Brady Gregory's got COVID. Could still play. So yeah. we haven't ruled him out yet. He's in our starting lineup, whether that happens through testing. We'll touch on that too. Uh, Chauncey Golston had a hamstring injury. Good news is full participant today so that's something to be happy about uh in other news though donovan wilson has gone out with a groin injury um the dreaded groin um wait to hear some news on that nation Wright, who i want to talk about later on on the defensive side had to uh, step out of training because of a personal matter um tank then that's the big one broken foot we'll talk about that too uh, Michael Gallup, he's moved to IR because of the calf, which means Cedric Wilson's going to be starting from the slot. And Cowboys, they are an underdog, a 3.5-point underdog for this game, which we'll talk about later as well. So where do you want to start, guys? Lyle, Randy Gregory, uh, Tank, Gallup, where do you want to start? Do you think Lyle did it? The only reason I'm saying it is because the Northern Tester coming up, if you don't turn up for a test, that that's that brings issues for me. No, well, here, Jimmy, here's my issue with this, right? Uh, we we spoke quite a wee fair bit in depth on this on Tuesday, and uh, it was it wasn't for uh, Professor O Mark Owen that uh, posted a tweet out about this. Is the the list of the violations and that there is nothing in the NFL list regarding to a five game suspension. There's a whole list of like four game, uh, two game, 10 game indefinitely, but there's ones beforehand what like first offenses and it's like $20,000, then second offense is like $60,000, all that type of stuff. Mm. So f the way I'm kind of thinking now is like, they've just basically made this ban just out the thickin' blue. Personally for me, I think there's something behind the scenes on this. I, I don't know if it's just pure pure conspiracy or whatever, but from looking at like based on the NFL list, you're talking about at least seven violations to get to that point of a six game ban. Seven. If that's the case, if that's the case, we would have been known about it. It would have been documented. It would have been on the Cowboys media. Brian Broadus and everybody would be talking about it. Yep, yep. Uh, they just made a violation, he got fined. Like, whenever a player gets fined, it's documented, it's out in the open. We've mm -hmm. not heard anything regards to this at all. So my personal opinion about the whole Lyle Collins thing is utter bullshit. Oh no, I, I, I get it from that aspect. What I mean is that they, they know these testings are coming up, so why miss a testing? Yeah, yeah. The, how they've obviously handled it, like you say, that this should have probably been more along the lines of a, of a fine, but if he's not turning up for a known test that he's going to have, then then what what does it what volumes does it speak? Because if you've got no to hide, then why not turn up for the test? 
that's what I'm getting at in in, in that there is some mitigation in it that um, I think they've been talking that some of these mistests were when Lyell was obviously the Cowboys were going through the initial start of um, everybody being off with COVID. So there was a lot of things where, yeah, I'm coming into the office. No, wait a minute, we're going virtual. So there, there was little things like that where, you know, the, the guy's plans have changed throughout the day or whatever and it's it's and self-isolating yeah self-isolating all that sort of stuff and then obviously you know Lyell had um, injured the condition with the stingers as well so he was maybe Mm -hmm. getting a bit of medical treatment for that as well at the same time as he was meant to be at these tests but I mean the, the, the one thing I would say is it's a good job the NFL's not signed up to the US anti-doping agency rules. Because uh, yeah, you're sadder. Three, yeah, three, yeah, yeah. three, te- three missed tests and that's you. You're banned for two years. Um, you know, you see it in other, you see it in other sports like yeah, cycling. Yeah, the UFC, the, the UFC yeah. are very dependent on you, Sada, but it works great for them. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, for... The NFL with the scheduling, like scheduling conflicts and stuff like that, and random appearances of at your home of a guy say, right, pissing this cup, like it wouldn't really work in a way, like especially if you're having to fly out week one, week two, whatever. Not like if a guy comes up your door and you're already at an away date, like traveling back from, say for example, I don't know, from LA this week. I mean, I'm not going to be there, so. How, why am I getting punished when it's based on the team that's doing it? You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm just... It's, it's, it's This whole situation with Lyle Collins is really freaking frustrating. and It's confusing is what it is. Yeah. yeah there's, I mean, there's, there's also... Um, there's something I was hearing about the other day as well, is it's not just doing the test. It's Or, you know, you can turn up for the test, but if you can't produce on at the time... Then yeah, that's a sample. Black, that's yeah. a black mark for against you. There's also that you know he, he's obviously in the program, um, so he's obviously t- tested positive at some point in the past. He's in the program. He's having to go through this, and alongside that, there's there's levels of counselling where you've got to talk to people. You've got to, and if you're, you know, particularly if you're. Be, bothered by say a stinger or something like that and you're having to talk to somebody while your neck's sore or something like that you can be a bit grouchy and that could, that could be enough that you know you, you you bite somebody's head off and they say right that's a black mark against you there, there just seems to be a whole lot of stuff that's up in the air yeah this you know as usual with nfl network somebody releases it a source releases it and then it's up to you know half an hour later the league uh, confirms it, the Cowboys confirm it, but you know there's there's not there wasn't the proper due process in terms of appeals going on. Um, Is it all about the timing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but obviously we're, we're we're you know he's having to take the suspension while the appeals going on. He's not he's, we're not having a case like uh, Zeke where he's in he's out he's in he's out he's in and out you know so it's it is what it is um you know at the at best he's he's not going to lose any you know if if they turn around and say right okay you're reinstated fair enough he's he's served two games off he'll get his paycheck back for those two games but um you know it is what he is 
And yeah. you know, I'd I'd much rather get get him out of the way just now and get him back for the long haul, um, five six games uh, yeah. into the season. Like the appeal process as well is a bit bullshit to me because, like you say, because he's got to while the appeal's going on, he's got to serve his suspension. Well, if he's got to serve his suspension, then you're effectively saying you're guilty of whatever. Um, well, no, remember, Jimmy, it was the exact same with Zeke. Like, Zeke oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It? Should, should it be not if you're going to appeal it, then you still should be able to play because, like I say, it's. it's like Mike touched on it, Bailey. It's a bit of a grey area, and like you say, well, it's, it's well, yeah, you can you can plead your innocence, and like you say with the, the Ziggs, if you can plead your innocence, mm-hmm. but then while you plead your innocence, you've still got to take the punishment. Well, that's a lot of bollocks. You know, let, let him play, and if he's if you find out that he's he's done he's done wrong, and, th- and then you suspend him. You, you can't have yeah. it both ways. The, the NFL like to be judge, jury, and execution, don't they? And it's it's bullshit. Yeah, uh, just a, just a wee quick shout out to South of Heaven eighty eight. Thanks for swinging by to the show, guys, uh, from Orlando, Florida. I mean, you guys are the MVPs, as you know. But uh, guys, get your comments in. Let us know what you think about the Lyle Collins situation because we're really curious to know what you guys think as well. Yeah, um, yeah. As you said, the MVPs. <laughs> like at the end of the day, um, that's why we do this on you, because otherwise it's just us lot talking amongst ourselves. Arguing, slagging each other off, then behind each other's backs. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, guys, let's move on to the next one before this just becomes the Lyle Collins episode. True. Randy Gregory, um, he's out at the moment due to the old Rona uh, that's come in. The good news is, is two things that uh, apparently he's asymptomatic, which is good news, and he's double vaccinated, also good news. Yeah. So if he, um, I and obviously. At the time of recording this, we don't have any news. I would imagine by, by I would Sunday have... we'll know more. That has he passed both tests? Hmm. And the big one, of course, is is he fully fit? Because this can oh, yeah. hit you for six. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I don't know what you guys think. Uh, to me, I don't think it's going to be the case of the negative tests. The big thing for me is going to be: is he healthy enough to play? I think he will. I think he will. I think he will too. I think if he passes the test, now, the the one thing when Jerry was on uh, 105.3, he said that he had minor symptoms. So he's not asymptomatic as such. Um, so he's still got to get through this. I don't know what minor get... symptoms of COVID is. Well, I, I know, I know. And, it, and it's not COVID, it's the COVID. So, it, oh, okay. Um, the COVID. <laughs> the COVID. Um, but... But yeah, I mean, he, he's got to get rid of those symptoms first. Just same as Zach Martin, you know, he's he's got to get through those symptoms first, and then get the two negative tests. Now, thankfully, <clears throat> you know, last, last week we were playing on a Thursday night. This week we're playing on a Sunday. So in theory, it is possible that he can test negative. Uh, you know, the next couple of days, and he's back on. Again, what his cardiovascular system's like, I don't know. Um, but, I mean, you know, even having them on five, six plays a game, is, you know, with, with the other news, uh, you know, we need to generate some sort of pass rush and we don't know what the hell we've got with the others. Listen, just to kind of add on top of that, like we're talking about like so Randy Gregory's fitness and that stuff here. What does there mean to say that these guys, even though they're pretty much housebound, 
they would still have the equipment to still do some type of exercise, be in the back garden, do some get-offs, have a treadmill in the house, still keep the fitness levels up regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but it's whether they feel up to it. Oh, trust me. Randy Gregory would like like any player yeah. will be up for playing the game, especially the now he knows. No, no, that no. He, I, I mean, no, in no, terms no, of like practicing, you know, and all the rest of it while he's at home. Absolutely, he would want to know the, the strengths and weaknesses. Like, like regardless, like if it was me, I would want to be. I, I would I would be in the Zoom calls, trying to get in as much information just in case I will be starting. Like, I don't want to miss a single thing. Like. That and 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 Gregory knows that himself. Like he, he'll be he'll be wanting to earn that that new that that new contract from Dallas. He wants to kind of prove more than anything to be given that opportunity. So for him, he wants to kind of like right, do by any means necessary, get a Zoom call, join in the uh, the meetings, whatever, study the the offense. Study that whole line, get the, the tape in and follow it, it. exactly. And by COVID, uh, the COVID protocol, do we need to do at home? Keep yourself fat, keep yourself sharp, do your get-offs, whatever, and do what you can do at best. Try and reenact stuff from even from the back garden or whatever on the treadmill. Study film while you're exercising. All, there's, there's so many things you can do while you're not in the actual facility. And, yeah. and, and we saw that last year. We saw that last year where we caught a lot of players. We saw Dak last year, the off-season he had in his back garden, you know what I mean? So... Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's look at the big news. We did talk about Michael Gallup. He has moved to IR, so that means minimum three. But I think by mm. looking at it and the recovery and everything, no surgery needed. So you're looking maybe double what the minimum is. So really you're looking at, I think, about six weeks, which is going to be about the end of October by the time we see Michael Gallup return. But the, the drop-off for me from Gallup to Cedric Wilson is not as bad as the drop-off. You know, that is in terms of what it is. Because when you think about it, Michael Gallup is wide receiver three. I'm not saying that Michael Gallup's a bad wide receiver. I love Michael Gallup. I love it. Love Amazing. Gallup. And he's part of a three-headed monster, right? Yeah. Um, but Cedric, Cedric Wilson is very Michael Gallup-esque in a lot of ways. Um, so, but the drop-off there isn't so bad when you think you've got Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb, but Lyle Collins to <laughs> Terrence Steele yeah. is a massive drop-off, yeah. But the bigger one than this <laughs> is that we've got Terrell Basham in for Tank Lawrence, and uh, the news came out today uh, that he isn't going to need surgery, but he is going to be off. For, they've just put him to IR, but is he it, is able yeah. to return yeah. Is it between six and eight weeks or something like that? It's going to be about eight weeks. It's it's set date to return, apparently, is about the middle of November. So you're looking Thanksgiving-ish time. It's his fifth fifth metatarsal, which is the same one that he broke. I don't know if it's the same foot, but it's the same one he broke um, way back in 2014 in his rookie year. Um, He broke that tail end of July. Now, he, he didn't make his first... Um, appearance for the Cowboys until November. So, um, you know, but then I think he actually was on, he was on physically unable to perform list or whatever. So it was 10 weeks before they could activate him. Um, You know, obviously this with the, the, the IR to return, he can be brought back at any point in time. He just needs to be on a minimum of three weeks so he can 
be brought back at any point in time. So this should mean that he's able to recover a lot quicker. It all yeah. depends um, whether they're going to put him on, do any surgery. If he if they put a plate in to strengthen that foot, um, you've they, you've got to then wait for the bone to graft around that plate, which you know maybe takes a little bit longer, but makes him stronger and less liable to um, re-injuring that foot. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, we've seen, we, we talked about it in the post game show. For us, the big one was um, Tank was probably the best defensive player in that game. Um, yeah. We'll dig into the defense as we get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's move on to the offense, guys, and talk oh, about the Cowboys' oh. offense. Oh, just before you do that, just before you do that, guys, thanks for, for again, thanks again for the guys. I've just came into came into the show. Ready, red, silver heaven. Um, who else is just joined in? Saint Ada, guys, for you people for joining in the show for the first time. We much appreciate it, man. Thanks for the subs, MVPs. And man. MVP guys, thanks again, MVPs. man. And like, MVPs and 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 guys, it's not just America's team; it's the world's team. The world's team. We need to get that on a t-shirt. But yeah, let's talk about... Yeah, we're the... working on it. We're working on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get that on a t-shirt. Uh, let's talk the Cowboys offense versus the LA Chargers. I see I'm getting it right so far. LA Chargers defense. You could always say La Chargers. La, yeah, La. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you, and then we're appealing. And we're appealing. <laughs> on, you're, doing sorry, a lot better than, you're doing a lot better than Nick Eatman, I think. If there was a swear jar or a, a, a mess up jar, going jar. In, yeah, yeah, I think you know, with between the the Washington football team, the LA Chargers, you know, he's he's <laughs> contributing quite a lot to the the Christmas meal. I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, if we're talking about the Christmas meal, the amount of swearing Rich did in the last episode, he's taking <laughs> us all out for for beers and hot wings uh, at Christmas time. <laughs> all right, guys. So. The, the thing I wanted to start off with, we all know, I, I don't know how much you want to talk about Dak. We all know what Dak is. We know what he is. Yes. For me, this is the, the Dak versus Herbert show. That Which mm-hmm. I, I know it yeah. sounds a stupid mm-hmm. statement to make, right? But for me, whichever quarterback does the best wins the game in this. this I know that that's like, you're like, yeah, well, that's obvious. But I mean, like, even more so. The predication of how well the quarterbacks play will determine which team wins, right? Any of you want to talk about Dak's game in this, or do you want to move on to the run game? Because I think this is where the winning is going to come from. I think the only, I think the only thing probably to say about it is it, it was good to see he was so sharp to say that his preseason was hampered, obviously with a, a couple of little niggles here and there, and and obviously didn't get no game time. So for him to, to step up, especially the the um, the caliber of opposition that we faced um, last week was was good to see. It's just a shame that he ended up having to throw for four hundred yards because it just ended up showing that it ended up being a shootout between him and, him and Brady. Yeah, and I mean yeah. you, you've got to think as well that you know from all accounts, um, you know he audibled out of about um, tw- twelve uh, twelve run plays or so that. Um, you know, Kellen Moore had called in the huddle and um, when he got to the line, obviously, saw something he didn't like. There was yeah. also, supposedly, there was a few run pass options that he had as well, where 
obviously the run didn't look like it was going to be on. So again, he he quickly changed to a pass. Um, you know, used the play action of handing off to Zeke, um, and then went went for the pass. So you, you're going to get weeks like that um, where you know he just doesn't see you know that it's favourable to the Cowboys to run the ball. You know, the one thing is that Zeke is somebody who, you know, he's come out this week and said, look, it's not all about my stats. You know, the fact is that we were in that game. I was doing my job. You know, nobody got nobody got to Dak through me. Um, you know, I, I'd, I'd quite happily, if, if Dak's completing passes, I'd quite happily go in and block, See, you know, it- so... You just kind of nailed down the shot. End of the day, like unfortunately, we never got the actual win. Unfortunately, like we can put all the excuses from last week from the special teams and whatever not. But end of the day, Zeke was being the team player that he is. Like we were playing to our strengths against their weaknesses in that game, and their strengths was their run stopping, and we were trying to stop them from doing that, which we did. Like we just, you know what. If the if the passing game's still working, just keep at it. And yeah. Miami, like, and for us to kind of say, "Oh, Zeke didn't run enough," it's like, like, but would you rather have Zeke run a lot more and still lose, or would you still want to put points on the board and still actually have that chance of winning? You know what I mean? Like, I still feel as though we had a more better chance of winning by through passing the ball during that game, based on how the game was developing. You know. Mm. Yeah, uh, and just a very quick one from, you've got Andrew Fraser's, t- uh, he mentioned about Shannon Gross. He was on this show about two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, we will, we will get him back on. We'll we get, get him back, back on. on, yeah, we get we get them all on. Yeah, but, so yeah, we, we, we will really get good, him really back. Good friend, really good friend of the show, as a lot of the Dallas Cowboys media are. Oh yes, quite lucky there. But like, I wanted to talk mostly, guys, about the run game. Running through the analytics, and this is uh, something really that I wanted to go into. Running the numbers, looking at the analytics, the big thing I've noticed, the, 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 the great spot that I've noticed here is Zeke running in the A gaps and, spe- and the B gap on the left away from Bosa. Man, the, if you go and check the numbers on how the charges leak through those gaps... Yes. And how uh, Zeke, yeah. when he hits the middle, the, the quickest way to the touchdown line, it's, a straight it's, line. Straight yeah. line. You just you just nailed it there, Mike. Because yeah. if there's one game we will expect to see more in this game, as as we're, we'll be expecting to run the ball, and and I'm I'm definitely all we're all for that. We want to see Zeke. Whatever way to win. Whatever by any means necessary. If we can get the dub, no matter what, I'm happy. But with this game, like you said. The, the central part of that defensive line, there is some cracks in there, without a doubt. So it's more for, a, I'd say it's not, I'm not more worried about Zeke. I am more worried in terms of can Connor Williams, can Tyler Biadish, and can, we know Zach Martin can, but can the other side and the left side of the ball, can they help open up those gaps in the middle of that Man. defensive line? I, I've gone to check it. On the left, the, the defensive tackles, both of them, uh, Justin Jones and Jerry Tillery, uh, and you've got Nwusu on the left, the left defensive end. You, you Just go and check those numbers against the run. At best, you can call it average. And Zeke doesn't need average. 
if, if you're against good guys that can stop the run, he's going to find. We all know what Zeke is good at the dirty yards. But honestly, yeah. the thing for me that's important is not the offensive line being able to break the, the defensive line. It's getting to the second level to the linebackers because that's where then they start to come into their own. Their linebackers, they're, they're a little bit better. It's a bit hit and miss with them, but they can do it. Does it not? But, yeah, but, sorry, Jeff. I, I don't know if we're going to touch on it in a bit, but does the run game maybe, not, maybe worry you a little bit more than it did last week just for the fact that the Cowboys have apparently asked that Martin to move out to left tackle. Now, does that then say that there's no confidence in Connor Williams going to left tackle? But then, what, then why would you essentially want to move the best guard in the NFL to left tackle to fill a void for a couple of weeks? It, it, I say, and somebody mentioned in the comment a bit earlier on that Connor Williams played left tackle for Texas. Why not play yeah. Connor Williams there and leave Zach Martin where he's, he's the best, essentially the best guard in the league? Playing where he's good at, and you know you're going to get a lot of production out of Zach Martin. Don't move him to somewhere where he, he's obviously, even personally, said he's not comfortable playing there. Well, to be honest, it, to be, oh, so, sorry, Lauren. Um, to be to be it, fair, Jamie, playing left tackle to right tackle is it, it's it's different, man. Like you're you're mm-hmm. using your different different rotation, your hips and dims are kicks there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, use I mean? my analogy, oh. Paul. Use my analogy. What is that again? Wait, brother, <laughs> hand. Uh, Right. It's like wiping your ass with the other hand. Yeah, yeah just, it, it just seems daft to me to move the, the, best, the best guard in the NFL completely out of position when we, we know if, if you keep him where he's, he, he excels at, it could, could the run game not exceed a lot more there than trying to put it over to a patched up side for the next couple of weeks? He did. Oh. Yeah, as 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 Mark says here, both both Zach Martin and um, mm. Connor Williams have played tackle in college. Yeah. I bet right um, side though. Uh, well, I think Zach played Con- left Con- tackle. And that's, I think, what I think, that's that's the point think, I'm trying to say. That's yeah. the point I'm trying to make. It's like I'm pretty sure that Connor Williams always played on the left side. Yeah, I don't think he's left ever left played on the right. Yeah, played left side for Texas. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's, I mean, making the transition from guard to tackle is a lot easier if you're playing on the same side rather than swapping direction of the line. I th- I think in some in some respects, Connor Williams is being kept at guard and interior lineman because if he moves out to tackle and he flourishes out there, then at the end of the season when it's you know it's time to re up his contract mm-hmm. people will make uh, players will make more money for playing tackle than they will play an interior offensive line now mm-hmm. you know in in some respects you could say that's being um detrimental to the effectiveness of your team by refusing to move somebody um but you know it's a lot easier having Zach Martin in the middle playing left playing um left guard, uh, sorry, right guard and, uh, you know, he can then um, help with Tyler Biadish, can also help with Terence Steele as well at tackle um, and the, the one thing that, you know, as good as Connor McGovern is, he's more of a pass protector than he is a running game uh, or run Yes, blocker. agree, agree. Ha- having, having Zach Martin, we've, we've talked there that, you know, obviously the weakness of the San Diego uh, defensive line is their defensive tackles. Having Zach Martin... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Money in the jar. 
but Mark, thank, <laughs> thank, thanks for correcting me there. I did not realise he actually played right tackle in one game uh, or uh, in, in his junior year. I didn't realise that. So cheers for the comment there, my friend. Love the love the in depth. So so again, I mean, as, as I was saying, the the weakness of the Chargers' defensive line is their defensive <laughs> tackles. Having Zach Martin in the middle, somebody who can steamroll, pancake, whatever, and open those holes for uh, for Zeke. The San Diego defense last week gave up four point seven yards a carry. I mean, you know, you, you do that, and you're you're going into third third and one, third and two. Um, you know, if you if you run both first and yeah. second down, but it makes keep, it keeping, hell... the, keep, keeping the ball alive for sure. Yeah, keep keeps yeah. the ball alive. It, it, it takes the pressure off Dak that he's not having to wait nine ten seconds, especially if 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 we are going up a, a compromise that uh, Joey Bosa is going to be going up against Terrence Steele. Um, and for Terrence Steele's not anything like um. Rashawn Slater, who absolutely owned uh, yeah. Chase Young last week, and mm-hmm. you know zero pressures. Obviously, it's going to it's going to lead to certain people um, raising the question <laughs> again: is who, who should we who should we have drafted in the in the draft? I'd still take Parsons regardless. I'd, I'd take <laughs> Pars- I'd, personally, I'd take Parsons as well. But you know, it's, yeah. it's th- those those who like to question. Everything that Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones do, um, you know, that's going to be the, the the underlying question all the way through this game, I think. Well, here's a good one, right? A way you can mitigate the linebackers is um, both both uh, Kazia White and Kenneth Murray, who's on my fantasy team, by the way. Um, they're not bad against the run. More Kenneth Murray than White. Um but where they really struggle, which is where I think the one-two punch with uh, Zeke and Pollard are going to come into play, is using Pollard on the receiving game, which is practically what he was doing. You know, those short uh, swing passes uh, and shovel passes, and just the quick passes. They're practically just an extended handoff. But this actually goes in Pollard's favour because both Murray and White their grades and their missed tackle rate is unbelievable, especially in coverage. They are absolutely, they're not very good at it at all. They're big bodied linebackers that struggle a little bit in chasing down the ball in the receiving game, which is where Tony Pollard is going to be good. And I think you put Zeke going down the A and the B gap, flowing away from Bosa, and you use Tony Pollard on these swing passes and try and get in those linebackers when you could catch them off guard in a nickel package, I think it's going to be a, it's a, a perfect I, I was time just to, say to that. see Pollard do it. Because we've seen it before, where we've had Seek and Pollard and at the same time. Don't see why not. Yeah. You know, get into so. the twenty-one man personnel. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. really, you're just using Schultz as an extra blocker to help out over there because he's going to be on your strong side. So just keep your strong side uh, over there with Dalton Schultz. Helping out Terrence Steele against Joey Bosa because we see if if you watched last week's game, um, Bosa is human. He can get bowled over and he can get pancaked. Yep, yep. yep. Um, which leads me off to that one. But where I think there's some key matchups here, the biggest key matchup for me. We said it last week. So when we say stuff, 
sometimes we're right, okay? So, <laughs> last week we said Antonio Brown versus Anthony Brown is a horrific matchup. Yeah. This week, that matchup exists. But luckily, that's for the Cowboys. And that's C.D. Lamb when they are playing three wide receiver sets. So, when they play three wide receiver sets, what I'm looking at is how they're going to match up. And what I've seen is Michael Davis on the outside trying to cover C.D. Lamb. That happens. C.D. Lamb's gone. It is mm-hmm. a touchdown. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is, for me, the key matchup. Because the way I'm looking at it is Cooper's against DeSante Samuel Jr. And he's a rookie. So what's Cooper going to do with a rookie? With... He's going to maul him. He's <laughs> going to maul the oh, outside. He's going he... to maul him. So to me, the way the Chargers are going to look at this is they're going to turn around and go, give safety help. And they're going to bring in pretty much their best defensive play, which is a guy I, I wanted the Cowboys to draft, Derwin James. And he's oh. gonna he's gonna overhang the top yeah. and he's gonna help Cooper over there. So he's gonna have Sante Samuel. Uh, but what what I what, what I'm trying to get to is this is leaving it's, it's, it's CD Lamb on the overside. Leaving, yeah, it's leaving the gap yep. for the overside for for Lamb. No, um, no, I think I think you're spot on, Chris. like the Chargers defense, they'll be thinking Coop will be the more primary uh, the primary threat. You obviously, can't he's, he's, leave him with a rookie on his own. Exactly, you need to like double up on him. So, yeah. and 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 we've got we do have an our stud wide receiver, but I still think we still have the forgotten uh, the forgotten man and Cedric Wilson. I think that, Cedric Wilson, uh, honestly. The, so I think, I, I've put. Go on, sorry. And not to mention, like with like I said, Darren James kind of shifting over to the side. There's actually an opportunity for like uh, uh, Schultz and Jarwin as well. So there's, there's plenty of opportunity when it comes to the aerial attack of the ball. If they decide to switch things up and they try and mix it up, right, and they put Michael Davis over Cedric Wilson, then that is an even better matchup for the guy. Because from uh, right, just to give you an idea, that the, the career stats uh, of Michael Davis, the cornerback, from 2017, is uh, he's allowed over 1,600 yards, a 63% completion rate um, versus the run. He's had 23 missed tackles. He's only had five interceptions. He's allowed five touchdowns. And the guy is six foot two. And the reason why I'm saying that's important is I don't think they will put him in the slot with Cedric Wilson. They'll put him on the outside with C.D. Lamb because C.D. Lamb is taller. And that's why I see that as the matchup because you're not going to put their other cornerback who mm-hmm. is yep. Chris Harris Jr. because he's only five foot nine. Yeah, yeah that's, that's tiny for, for that position for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I mean you can't put that guy with an outside wide receiver like C.D. Lamb, who as well, what his big thing is the fifty-fifty ball, high point in the ball. He will go and get it, and he'll make the big spectacular catch. I'm not putting my short cornerback out there. I'm going to put him on Cedric Wilson. But that's already a problem anyway. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to have Michael Davis and Fryweed receiver sets with C.D. Lamb. That game is over all the time because I'm shadowing my best safety with the overhang on um, Amari Cooper. <sighs> Lamb's feeding all day. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the thing with the Cowboys wide receivers, obviously, it's a case of pick your own poison when it's a passing <laughs> play. You know, you, you double cover Amari, 
CD Lamb goes off, you you try and bracket both of them. You've got Jarwin, you've got Cedric Wilson, whoever. Yep. So you know, th- there's nothing wrong with Cedric Wilson is, either. No, Ooh. no. I mean, you you saw the way he went off in that Seattle game. That yeah. you know, you could quite easily see that happening again this year. You know, and yep. Seattle was weak week two, wasn't it last year as well? So, yeah. You I, know, I've, I've got an interesting question. Just came in from Mark there. Would you give Simi any reps? No. No? No. 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 He's not ready. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, he not ain't not the way bubbling passes. You don't want a you don't want a Lenny Fournette um, easy easy interception. Yeah, uh, like last last week. So, um, um, just to kind of add on, guys, we will move on to the defense because I can see the comments. <laughs> we're almost finished with the offense. Yeah, we're almost finished. We're, we will I mean, cover like, this. We will cover we, this, man. <laughs> here's a big thing, though, right? Going back on ourselves a little bit was. Um, talking about the run game, that we were talking about the A and the B gap. Here's something that people are forgetting. The one thing, every time this guy leaves the offensive line, our average um, rush per attempt goes down. As soon as he comes up, goes up by half a yard. Zach Martin's back. Nobody has talked about Zach Martin coming back. And in this game, perfect time for it. Yeah, especially yeah. when they've got a, a well, not as a strengthened interior defensive line compared to Tampa. So yeah. this could be like a, a nice game for Zach Martin to slot back in and actually completely pancake fools to the ground. So yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to as well. Yeah. And we'll move to the defense in a sec. The only thing I wanted to add is Chris Harris Jr. and Nasia Adley. Because um, we talked about quarterback ratings for defensive players and you know you never want to allow a high one both of them are over a hundred quarterback rating uh chris harris jr 128 quarterback rating allowed uh nasia adley 119 so i'm attacking that all day because they're just they're, they're leaking they're leaking over there so i'm going to try and attack that Bush, uh, uh, and I'm I'm loving that. But all right then, guys, um, we can move on to the defense if you guys want. Yeah, let's go for it, man. All right then, let's move to the defense. Everyone's very eager to talk about the defense, so we'll get onto that. Yep. Right. So I, I mean, basically, go on, mate. I basically I, I sat down this week with the the coaches film on NFL Game Pass and I watched yeah. the, the the Washington LA Chargers game, um, and I, I I actually sat there the first half I basically looked at it everything that they run is pretty much either ten personnel they even went yeah. empty backfield eleven personnel sometimes two tight end sets but the one thing that got me is that um, you know the receivers were brought in tight and in bunch right up against that offensive line. Now, what that gives is rather than having them out spread out against the numbers, A, it gives you about 15 yards to play with going doing five yard outs. So they can move the ball. They, they've got a lot of real estate there. They've got by also by bringing them in close, you know, on run plays, a lot of the run plays were outside zone runs. That's the key. Um, so again, these these guys, these receivers are all six foot two, 
£200, £210. So they're able to ha handle their blocking assignments as well on these outside runs. Having them in tight as well, the other thing as well is it forces the defence that you're facing to spell out whether they're going into a zone coverage or a man coverage and then these receivers then can then pick off that and you, you create uh, mismatches by getting the rubs the rub routes in and you know it, it's, it's going to be a, a big uh, battle here now the, the one thing as well that um, obviously Antonio Brown is only um, he's, a, he's about 6 foot or he's just under 6 foot depending on how how short the tape measure is each each week. Um, this might be, and unfortunately, obviously, he's missed training one day this week due to the personal. You, you mean that? You mean Anthony Brown? Anthony Brown. Sorry, I can't remember. That's more money that. in the swager. Yeah. Okay. Um, but but this is maybe a game where um, you might want to try big on big because obviously Dig, Digs will take on Keenan Allen. Um, yeah. That then leaves leaves you somebody up against Mike Williams, who's six four. <sighs> yeah, that. Ant okay. Anthony Anthony Brown against uh, Mike Williams is going to be if a it... big mismatch. This is maybe somewhere that you at least try out a couple of times is bringing on the Sean Wright. Yes, I was just and you can go big on big there. I think that I think we're going to have to look at alternatives because, like, in terms of size and speed. I think Sean Wright would probably be a bit more of a better matchup compared to um, Mike Williams compared to, than actually having Anthony Brown to Mike Williams. So I mean, the, if anything, Sean Wright, if he plays or not, tells us everything. If he plays in this game, then obviously he's done enough for the coaches. If he doesn't play, then there's a, they've answered our question for it that obviously he's not ready yet. <laughs> but I, I, I've actually gone. That's a, that's a nice way of putting it there, Andrew. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what I was going to say is I've gone the other way. See that the way I want to do it is I want to shut Diggs down, and I, there's a method to my man. That's Diggs. I want to shut Mike Williams down with Diggs. That I'm going to make uh, Diggs travel. Look, like, let's shut the big yeah. body down because this guy's built like he's built almost like a tight end. He's a big guy, you, you know, not just tall. He's a big guy. Um, I'm going to put digs and I'm going to travel. So we've got our best corner and you're just going to shut it down. Right. Mm -hmm. um, Alan, we know, plays from the slot quite a lot. Yeah. I didn't mean to write. Yeah. Like, uh, well, well, we kind of witnessed that. We witnessed that back in 2017. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, but, but I, was at, I was at that game back in the Thanksgiving. Somebody, the somebody has already beat me to the punch on what I was going to do. Is I'm going to have Diggs on Williams. When it comes to Allen, Jordan Lewis from the slot, right? If he's struggling, you've got Maurice Kennedy, who's great from Ooh. the slot. You're only going to play Kennedy from the slot. Yeah, but what I am going to do is they've mentioned that he's going to dress for this game, Malik Hooker. And Malik Hooker yeah, comes so in. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's your cover guy. So we're they're overhanging a safety for Cooper. I'm going to overhang Hooker on our side for Keenan Allen. And so then I've got J. Lou covering yeah, it close there. from the slot, and I've got Hooker with the overhang for the coverage. That's why I'm doing that. Now all you got to worry about <laughs> is if Anthony Brown can cover on the other side. And I, I, yeah. again, running the, the analytics, that would mean he's against 
which is a fairly good matchup for him, would be against Jalen Guyton, right? Um, Former Cowboys training camp. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I've gone through the analytics, and looking at it, if Anthony Brown can't beat Guyton, we've got a problem. That this is a game that he needs to bounce back from. So it's going to tell you two things, if he's got it athletically and mentally. Because if he can't bounce back in this game, Mm-hmm. You haven't got much of a cornerback. Here it is, right? From 2019, this is what Guyton's done. He's had 20 first downs and three touchdowns. In 2020, he had four penalties, six drops, two interception tips, 511 yards, and all of his work lives between the numbers. If he's between the numbers, he's great. He's going he's gonna to catch that ball and go for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So you need Anthony Brown to literally jam him at the line and keep him off that route. Because then if you do that, he's got a great matchup. And Anthony Brown is a fairly physical guy. And we know that he's fast as well. He's got great speed. So I think this is a matchup that you get to see if he can bounce back. Him and Guyton is a perfect chance, a little testing ground to do what you do. So then you keep your best guy on Williams. So you're shutting that down and two guys on Allen. Hmm. That kind of leaves. Something to think about. Again, um, it kind of it kind of reverse psychology to what we're kind of thinking as well. It's like, yeah, what we're doing for our offense is kind of the same primarily for their offense now. A little bit because it kind of leaves the gap for the tight end now, you know, as well. But you've got Donovan Wilson for that, so you got Cook versus Donovan Wilson. Mm. They're fairly balanced in in terms of ability and what they do and where their strengths and weaknesses are. Donovan Wilson and, and, and Cook, I, I was running the numbers again on them, pit, fairly close. Um, just to, <laughs> just to <laughs> a little bit. Andrew, you're, yeah. a, you're a fill of it tonight, my friend. <laughs> yeah, go on, Jamie. People want to hear from you. Give it to oh, us. Yeah. Give, give it to us, Godfather. Can, can you not match it up a little bit and maybe use one of the linebackers on the inside there and... You can because you've got Keanu Neal. The, the only I'm issue I've got... Or even a Mike Parsons. And I know you may be wanting him coming in and trying to have a little bit more, but we've seen the pace he's got. So yeah. why not? Do I mean, why not? Because here's, here's where I want to use Parsons is that you've got... you've got The issue we've got now is you can't go to base, right? So it's another game where the narrative is going to creep up. Oh, um, Jalen Smith and LVE haven't played much. They haven't played much because we're going to have to play nickel. Not because of their passing threat, but because of what Austin Eckler represents. That this guy is a, a, a rusher and a receiver. He's a dual threat running back. And he's probably mm-hmm. one of the best in the NFL at dual threat. So that's why you need to keep Neil on the field. And if you're keeping Neil on the field, he's going to cover either Cook and you bring in... Um, you're going to bring Donovan Wilson into the box to do something else. Maybe you're trying to mix things up a bit. Or you're going to put Parsons, which is really why I want to use Parsons this week, is over on the other edge with Terrell Basham, and both of them piss screaming off the edge, blitzing, trying to not Herbert off his game. I, I mean, I, you, there's potential that you could maybe bring Jalen Smith on as uh, to spell Parsons as well. That you you've got yeah, him. Just what you're going to use him? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you're not you're not going to have him as a hand down in the dirt um, defensive typical defensive end light tank. 
um, which is some you know that's going to be a difficult thing to replace. But you see that with our defense, at least one of the defensive ends is up in a bicycle kick situation anyway. Yeah, uh, or yeah. bicycle stance anyway. So uh, you know but, you could potentially play one of them at a, as a sort of three-four linebacker yeah. um, with with the designation a pass rush. I can definitely see with this game going ahead, going going forward. Like it's oh God, who's the bloody player for Denver again? Uh, Which one now? Von Miller. Yeah, I can see that kind of being this more of a scenario for Micah Parsons being like the Von Miller. He he kind of lines up on the edge, but he still runs his linebacker. I mean, when I mean, we've seen during the preseason, he has taken snaps doing that, and he's worked with Adam Dirt. Uh, the defensive line coach not so to work on his pass rush. So yeah, I, I can definitely see that being more of the case of what, what we're gonna be how we utilize Parsons with with this game. I think Yeah. It's really how they want to try and mix it up and how they because you've got to bear in mind that they're against Herbert who he does throw a very, very pretty ball. When that ball, can, the mechanics are like immaculate, and he's got a quick release too. And you look at his time to throw as well; it's like two point three seconds. Mm-hmm. He, like he yeah. does it really, really quick. He doesn't need much time. A lot of that is is because of what Keenan Allen's doing from the slot mind that he's just able to get free so easily. Yeah, but it's still Herbert's able to process it and, and get that ball out quick enough. And I think the only way you're going to do that is pressures aren't going to be enough. Herbert under pressure is really good. If you go and have a look at Justin Herbert's number versus um, when he's under pressure, he's not that bad. He's like above average. So the only way you're going to do it is you've got to get to him. You've got to put your hand on him. You've got to hit him. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, as we've already as we've already discussed, the Chargers have got a very good tackle in Rashawn Slater. Slater, um, yeah. The the other side is it depends on who's starting because um, the the former Packers uh, tackle Brian Balaga is normally the starter, but he he only played forty five snaps last week, and then. Um, you know, he's, he's he's suffering from back spasms, I believe. Um, so mm. in came somebody. Who, who was it? Storm. Uh, what's his name? I know. Storm, I can't Storm remember Nor- his name. Storm Norton. Yeah. And um, you know, that, uh, as soon as he came in, that's when this uh, Chase Young gave up on attacking uh, Rashawn Slater and moved across to that side or mo- moved up and down the line to try and get some sort of pressure. Now. Admittedly, I think uh, who was it? Um, I think Herbert uh, actually did give up a few throw a, a pick at least once um, last week as well. Turned the ball. Yes, over. he did. Yeah, um, you know, so in, one touchdown, one interception. Yep. So it, he is capable of tossing uh, interceptions. Um, you know, it's it's just can you get in his face, block his block his views. As, as I say, a lot of their a lot of their uh, passes are quick passes, five yard, um, mm-hmm. you know, rub routes. They 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 operate a lot of run pass option as well, which is obviously something he's been doing four or five years in college. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he knows how to operate that sort of system. It's and it's obviously it's something that he's comfortable with, and that's why it's he's managed to hit the ground running in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so it's it's just a case of 
take 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 his strengths away and try and you know try and get in his face and block block the passing lanes. But he's a he's a tall guy. He'll be able to see over a lot of people. So you got to get your hands up as well. If you're not if you're not going to get in his face, you've got to get your hands up and make him throw high. And back the ball stands. Yeah. Yeah. line as well because the D line obviously is not up to scratch and hasn't been for for a while. So and a lot of people have said that in the comments that. I mean, back Jalen Smith, Van Der Esch, I mean, this is this is where these two guys potentially can start to shine because, like you say, Herbert's got a quick release. He don't hold on to the ball too much. So the linebackers are going to get their fair share of action this week if it's up close to the line or if it's if it's in the backfield chasing down the receivers. So it's just it's just a shame that, like I say, that this we, we can't seem to get this right mix at the minute on the on the on the front four front three however you want to say, however you want to say it because try to get him out try to get it flush him out of the pocket though and get him running around a bit and then like I say you you can get Parsons who's who's quick as hell and Gifford now and again you, you see flashes from Gifford with a bit of pace so it's just can 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 we get this 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 front line up and up and running and do you know what I mean and and, and Get him, getting a lot of pressures, getting some sacks. Like I say, and just taking a little bit of pressure off. Off. I mean, the fact that we, we might have to just patch up a little bit at, at cornerback, just for the fact that we've got no one really that can take take on Williams or take on on Allen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but 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 look, right, the, the center of the line is another area of weakness that people yeah. aren't talking about. Everyone's talking to like like Laundered about uh, Beluga because I mean. His last game, that guy, he had a 45.2 pass blocking grade, which is terrible. But in the center, they've got Corey Lindsay, and that is an amazing matchup for Osa, Urban, and Watkins. If they right. want to crash right. that part of the line, right? That's one guy I want to talk about is Osa. Go on in. Osa. Go on like, in. I, I think this is going to be like, because we know that I would say that if there's in terms of a Weak gap in their offensive line is is more the interior, kind of similar to us. Like, you, you, is that, would you say that's a fair statement? Yeah. No, I, I would. Yeah. But for Osa, sorry, my dog just kind of woke up, and that's him walking about. Um, <laughs> so he, he heard the word Osa, and he's gone. Oh yeah, let's get involved. Yeah, he wants to <laughs> he wants to tackle somebody now. So, but yeah, <laughs> in, in, in terms of Osa Digizua, I think with him. With his speed getting off the off the snap, mm-hmm. I re- I really think he can be the, the the difference maker of actually putting the pressure on Herbert to make him move out. Like depending on what the players as well, and also the run stopping ability as well. Yeah. I think uh, he is the guy. I think he is really going to be the one we're going to be talking about in the post game show. I really do. All right, I like it. I like it. and I like I like to pick up. In the off season, like I say, he doesn't get a lot of snaps, especially when you saw a lot of the tape from his time with the Bears. But when he he gets on, he might only get on for five, six snaps a game. And he's always yeah. he's always causing havoc. He's always creating a lot of pressure. Um, and it, I mean, let's let's see him maybe double that snap wise, and like, let's see him get that done every play play in the in in the star. Mm. Yeah, no, the, I, I'm the, going on. The the one thing I was going to say as well is Lindsley is another one of um, somebody who used to be on the Packers with um, yeah. 
McCarthy. So if McCarthy yep. knows any weaknesses of Lindsley, yeah. you know, this will be something that they'll be discussing in the coaches' meetings this week. So they know he was susceptible yep. to this. And you know, you can get you can get bypass you know, and Dan Quinn should be able to scheme scheme around that as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a good point that both of them, both both uh, Brian and um and Corey have both played in Green Bay um at the same time as when McCarthy was there. It's a good point. I forgot about that. Um I tell you what though, should we shall we shall we shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Should we get some uh score predictions and we'll move on oh, to the fantasy yes. section. Let's we could do the fit the, the best bit of the show, the fantasy section, where you can win some free UK Cowboys merch. Yes. Uh, just by getting involved. That post will be up tomorrow for people who aren't watching us live, though, so don't worry. Okay, score predictions. I'm going Cowboys 31-17. 31-17. I'm going 35-24 Cowboys. Damn it. <laughs> that just that you. You, you, just, you just read my mind, right? I'll go I'll go 37 I'll go 37-26. Just what did you different... say? Sorry, sorry, Buckfast. What did you say? 35-24. 35-24 to the Buckfast. Godfather, <laughs> See, what are you going hold for? Hold on a minute. Before you move on, oh. uh, Andrew just made yeah. a fantastic point, and I said this on the post. Yes. Yeah. This is literally a second home gate. This is literally a home mm-hmm. gate. The, the, the fan base in California for Cowboys is huge, massive. Yep. I, and oh man, and and I I should be at that game, but no, I'm not. Mm. And I, I think that's as well why the the booking line is only minus three and a half. Is you know that that is if that is a home game for the the Chargers. So we got and that is what that is what you would normally ready. get. Now, if if they were trying to say that the the Chargers were superior to the Cowboys, then. Um, you would expect that that line to be bigger, so you'd be expecting the sort of seven and a half, eight and a half that we had last week against Tampa Bay. We're not seeing that, so they're basically saying that the the Chargers' home field advantage, which you know, is it isn't a home field advantage. They could barely fill out the 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 high school stadium that they were using, or the the, the football arena that they were using a couple of years yeah. back. Um, the football stadium, to- yeah, yeah. It was a, ga- a Galaxy. It was LA Galaxy's old football stadium. Yeah, I better be careful because yeah. I've got a friend who last uh, last time we played on Thanksgiving, I, I ended up having to wear Chargers blue the next day because uh, <laughs> I was trying trying to get her to wear a DCC uniform, but um, no, she, the Cowboys went and screwed the pooch that game. Um, so I ended up wearing Chargers blue. <laughs> right, so let me bring up all the comments of all the scores. Jamie, I just want to get I want to get the oh, yeah, Godfather yeah. score prediction. Yep, sorry, Jamie. Uh, Thirty-one seventeen to the Cowboys, and Zeke off for over hundred yards this week. Okay, all right. Okay, but so we got the eight. same score, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, great minds, pal. Great minds. Yeah, but uh, so for, within the comments, I already kind of displayed it earlier. So ready, red uh, went for thirty-four twenty-four. Uh, God alive. Andrew went for 27-24. Uh, Mark went for 28-17. What else do we have? Um, 
Andrew Lunsford went for 3528. Uh, Benny just came in there with the comment. Uh, 2417. That seems to be quite a popular one, 2417. Um, who else do we have? Uh, Valente, what was your score prediction? You said you were going to post one up, but I can't see it. He did. He did. He did. He, did. he, did. he was one of the first ones. Is it right at the very yeah. start? Right. Hold on. Uh, 3727 for Valente. 3727. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So let's do the fantasy section, guys, and we can wrap it up. This yeah, way we can win some free. Yeah, we're de- we're de- we need to explain how this game works uh, for sure right, for, our new, for our new guys here. All right, then let's get let's kick it off. <sighs> I tell you what, she put the heating on when she came in, and it's starting to get warm in here. All right, so this <laughs> is really really easy, guys. Right, um, so we give you so these guys are going to say boy oh boy oh boy. So it's basically a game of over or under. I'm going to give you the fantasy points. All you got to do is say over or under. The points are cumulative, so you get the first one right. So we're going to give you Dak first. Get that one right, you get one point. You get the next one right, you get two points. You get the next one right, you get four points. So on and so forth. At the end of the season, week 17, whoever the winner is on the big leaderboard, which you'll see up tomorrow. No, wait, you won't see it tomorrow. No, No. you'll see the post tomorrow, not the leaderboard. Get this right. So whoever's at the top at the end, you're going to get a free Cowboys hat easy as that and you don't even need to do anything it's totally free you can live anywhere in the world apart from antarctica do people live in antarctica well don't forget metallica metallica played the concert in antarctica remember yeah they did didn't they they might, they might want a uk cowboys woolly hat maybe not, maybe not <laughs> <laughs> all right then guys i'll get we'll start things off here yeah, and let everybody get involved just it just Put it in, or if you want to keep it till tomorrow when the post is up, just put your scores in, your fantasy scores. As long as they're in by the game, you're in with a chance to win. All right, then, guys. Dak, rounded off score, 20 fantasy points. I'm going to let the Godfather go first. So what's it going to be? Oh, oh, boy, oh, boy, for more, or oh, boy, for less? Oh, boy, oh, boy. He's getting more than 20 points this week. 20 hey, points? Is that, is that the estimate they just given Dak? Yeah, that's what they're giving you. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was last week as well. So I mean, yeah, that's boy oh boy, boy oh boy, we're all going boy oh boy on that. Yeah, yeah. All so right then, Zeke, 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 fourteen fantasy points. <sighs> Is that boy oh boy or oh boy? Boy oh boy. Jamie's going boy oh boy. I I, I had to do because I I've I already said didn't I in my score prediction that he was going to get. I, Week. I'm I'm gonna say it's level. I say that's quite accurate. You're gonna go with that. He gets 14 points, so you're gonna push, 14, yeah. Yeah, I say 14 points is actually quite okay. a, a realistic number for Zeke for this game. Go on, I'll, take the, I'll, take, I'll take the boy, oh boy, on that one. Oh, all right, I like it. All positive. And the reason, in case anybody's wondering why I never play this game, is because I say boy, oh boy, to everything. I say it's gonna be more. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of boring, really. All right, then. Uh, let's go to Coop, then. Amari Cooper, 15 fantasy points. Boy, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Easily. Easily, boy, oh, boy. Easily. 15 points. Yes. Yeah. You're talking about, if you said maybe 22. Oh, my dog wants to say hello. What? I mean, you've, 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 hey, got, you've, got, you've got more chance of the Giants... Um, 
offensive line not tackling oh. each other than. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh Philanthes actually went for oh boy. He's actually went for yeah. All right. Um, like oh. I say, you get involved in the chat now, but when you want to put it in for the leaderboard, it'll be on a post tomorrow. All yeah, right, then. So. Next one, guys. I, I, oh, 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 I, I haven't oh, said what. I'm going I'm oh. to go oh boy. I'm actually going to go oh boy on that because purely as we discussed last week, I think it's a case of pick your own poison. And I think that we'll be focusing on um, Cooper. And therefore, I think, you know, CD Lamb's going to eat today. Uh, or this week, mm-hmm. so I, th- I think they'll keep Cooper under wraps, and I think CD Lamb's going to go off big style. Well, uh, Mike, he's um, up next, Mike. Uh, just before you turn on, see regards to the post. Um, we just need to let everybody know how the financial community is through our Facebook group, our Facebook post, and our Twitter post. Leave the and comments. Instagram. And Instagram. So, le- guys, so on our social media platforms, be sure just to leave the comment, put what you think. It's literally on, a game of over or under. Yeah, yeah. So they'll be like Prescott higher, Zeke lower. That's all you need to put in, in your comment. And then you're in with a chance. And with a chance. It, is, it takes second of your time and boosh, you're in on the leaderboard. Um, and you are playing against these guys too. So let's find out who's better. <laughs> but baby won't win the prize. The next person not. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, it's like in the actual UK Cowboys. Uh, fantasy that leagues we've got going. There's a UK Cowboys team. They can't win, unfortunately. Um, all right, then. CD Lamb, guys. 16 fantasy points. I think based on what you guys are saying, I think everyone's going to say, boy, oh, boy. I'm going to go. I think that's probably just about right. Just from what long. Do you want to push, like, then? Yeah. Do you want to push? Like you say, you've got you've to gotta pick your poison this way. Yeah. We can be greedy and say, yeah, but I just, yeah, I think that's just about right for CD Lamb. Yeah, all right then. Benny, um, Benny, uh, Benny with the boyo boy as well. Okay, I cool. like it. I like it. The more awesome. boyo boys I see, the happier I yeah, feel. Yeah, the boyo boys. All right. so we like to see. But now we can go the other way, guys. Justin Herbert, twenty-one fantasy points. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! I oh see. Boy. I, oh boy! No, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm no. Uh, depending on how we've got Anthony Brown on the game, that's what I'm worried about. And how they utilise, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a boy oh boy for Justin Herbert. I really okay. do. Which I hate to say. Hey, there's no problem in being a realist, brother. Yeah. I got windy pops. Yep, Go on, you. what are you going for, Lorne? Yep. Boy oh boy as well. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going oh boy on that one. I'm hoping that our um, we, we continue the the turnover face that we had last the turnovers, week. Turnovers. Turnovers are key. Turnovers are key. This is when we start talking about our well. defensive t- defensive points. Cowboys defense and uh, and Chargers defense. That's the key. Yep. That's the key one. <laughs> well, I haven't included them this week in the scores, but we can we can touch on them if you want. It's basically just quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers we just cover for the fantasy. Yeah, really. Defences yeah. kind of get a bit boring because it's always the same. They're always predicted to get six points. All right. Wow. Um, Austin Eckler. This is a bit of a killer. Austin Eckler. This week, 19 fantasy points. What? No. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. If he gets 19 
what the hell is NFL.com fantasy smoking right now? Seriously? They're looking at rushing and receiving, aren't they? If, if, if he gets you got to think this is a half point PPR. Go on. If, sorry, Godfather. I was going to say, if he gets 19 points, I'll show my ass on the show next week. There's no way on this. <laughs> yeah, then we'll get monetized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then, then we, we get taken off here and DallasCowboys.com and Derek Eagleton having words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be in we'll be in Yeah, yeah. Um, but we we've seen your ass before, Jake. To be honest with you, yeah. yeah. You need to squat more, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to shave. <laughs> well, we'll put it on down there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Valentino. Well, but what are you going for, Paul? Nineteen fantasy points. Oh. Boy, oh boy, or oh boy. Oh boy. Have oh boy. Man. Jamie? Yeah. Oh Godfather? Boy. He's not getting 19 points. No. All right. Keenan right. Allen, 13 fantasy points. That's probably around about right. Yeah, I've seen I, that and I was yeah, like, hmm. Say that. That's quite accurate. Uh, it's more Mike Williams. I'm yeah. more yeah, thinking Mike about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll, you, I'll, push, I'll push on that one. Lawn's on a push. Are you all pushing? Yeah, I'd say that's a fair statement. Okay. Um, do you want to do Williams or Cook? Williams. Yeah. Williams. Williams. Eleven fantasy points. Oh, wow. oh, boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Okay. We're all going boy, oh boy there. Are you yeah. going boy, oh boy, Lorne? Yep. Yep. She was. Okay, there we go. Righty out, skip righty out. Um, so that is tomorrow. There will be a fantasy uh, lounge um, board going up, so you can just put in. We'll put the scores up. You check it in there. You're immediately entered. It's as simple as that. Uh, every week that goes up, then so just get involved. Um, something for a bit of fun, as always. Um, so yeah. Oh, also, don't forget tonight uh, the Giants and the Washington Football Team are playing um so we'll watch that one also though in N- other nfc east news uh the eagles are playing the 49ers uh so that should be an interesting uh watch to see nonetheless um but before we go we just do some bill paying uh if you are going to a game this this year, guys, make sure you book it with Cowboys Experience. They have the tailgate parties, packages, uh, stadium tours, and everything that you need. And all you've got to do is say to them that we sent you. Just say the word UK Cowboys and what happens, guys. You get yeah, a lifetime supply of chocolate pudding. Guys, you get some free stuff. This can include from liners to signed photographs and uh, t-shirts of memorabilia. Replica Super yeah, Bowl rings. It, 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 it could be varied. So be sure to go and oh, contact Cowboys Experience. It might be a photo of Jamie's ass. Depends what happens. <laughs> oh, God. Shaved or unshaved. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but also, guys, before we go as well, be sure to go follow our fellow contract, uh, content creators as well from 105 The Fan, Hand with the Boys, and like so, a oh, oh, sorry, my dog just started. <laughs> started morning there. I do apologize, but yeah, so Mate, if you're sure... gonna let one go, mute yourself. Yeah, that wasn't me, that was the dog. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, guys, be sure to go and check out our, uh, our fellow uh, friends and content creators within the Cowboys Nation. So be sure to go and check them out. 
And it is as easy as that, guys. And obviously, as well, follow our social media. We are everywhere. Uh, so you can follow us, get involved, like us, dislike us, argue with us. I kind of like a good argument every now and then. Uh, but that is episode 134 uh, of UK Cowboys. For people in the UK Cowboys group, there will be uh, this Sunday a virtual tailgate party. So get your beers, get your hot wings, get your popcorn and nachos. We'll all be there as well as the rest of the gang. So come and join in. Um, chat with us as things continue. We'll try and get some special guests on there too, so we'll see how that goes. But from episode 134 pre game show, we will be back Tuesday, same time. Uh, join us then, and we'll look at what went right, what went wrong. But I'm gonna let these lot finish off the show. Thanks again, guys, and thanks for everyone that came onto the show for the first time tonight. You guys are the real MVPs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we we can't. We'd just be doing this job, but we'd be talking to anybody, no matter what. But I mean, having this interaction is brilliant. It's it gives us things to consider as well. So, I'm I'm really happy with the the correspondence tonight. It's been brilliant. So, um, I'll just I'll just sign off by saying, hope everybody has a good week and go Cowboys. Yeah, let's get, that, let's get this win. Thank you, everybody, again. Everybody's touched on it saying, yeah, for, for joining in tonight. As we've said, virtual tailgate Sunday. So if you're not in the Facebook group, just get on there, get on Facebook, search UK Dallas Cowboys fans, and we'll put the link up there from about, do we say half seven UK time? Something like that. We'll um, go for, yeah. yeah so I'm just Find out what time, time, everybody. That's 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. Uh, yes. So, yeah. grab, so grab yourselves, grab yourself some beer, get some Cowboys gear on, and let's... Um, Let's have a, a, a virtual piss up. Have yep. a great weekend, guys. Stay safe. See you guys. <laughs>